Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. It's Tuesday, which you know means it is Monday's hangover. We're in the Mothership Studio 22, uploading all the insane information that you need. And driving us into the nether regions of that insanity is my favorite person, Kayla, and let's love Brandon. We like to call him Ace around here. We actually never call you Ace until we're introing this show. Yeah, the, the chat has picked it up, though. So they, Yeah, they're definitely talking about it. I can, I can live with that. It's one thing I can say about the fact pack in the live chat, buddy, you tell them something... They lock on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Always, they're, and they're always there. I know. And I got to figure out what's happening. Did you change something in the moderation? I don't think I can change anything. Okay, because when I try to unhide comments now, it won't let me. Huh. Maybe I need to update my app or something, because I'm, I'm always lurking in the live chat. I might not be there for the whole thing, but I try to... Like, it's weird now that the time has changed and the sun goes down later. Yeah. Because yesterday it was 6.50 and I go, damn it, I missed my show. <laughs> missed my live chat. <laughs> It's like a weird revisit of the old AOL chat rooms in there where we just say nothing. It really Any hot is, girls in here? It's a throwback. Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. Some, there's some interesting conversations that happen in there amongst the fact pack. But we're getting more and more people engaged in the live chat, which is something that I appreciate. Uh, I try not to block people. I you've really got to be off the rails for me to block you on the live chat. But just know that if you're using a lot of words like C words and F words and P words and or something that sounds like a threat... Typically, your comment is getting hidden. And I know some of you get passionate. I don't want your comment to get hidden. So, so Brandon or I will hit the unhide button, and it usually pops up. I can't do it. It usually says another moderator has handled this, but the comment stays hidden on my side. Yeah, I mean, if they're funny, I'm going to make sure it goes up. Yeah, I want them all to go up. Yeah. I, I want them all yeah. to go up. I don't care what you say. Uh, if you want to be stupid, this is the place to do it. Uh, my very good friend, Jill Savage, is on the hot seat today. You haven't been on the show in a long time. It has been a minute, A long Chad. time. We were in a whole other room. I know. It looks good in here, though. It does look good. That's because you're here. It's, yeah. yeah. I got the shading. It's fine. Got the good makeup going on today. We're going to... Uh, we're going to Steve Dace's premiere tonight, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not together. No. But yeah, we're no, going to no. be there together. But this is what I will be wearing. Yeah. So... One and I, you, done. You this sat is, down this on is the, the only couch. outfit for the day. You sat down on the couch. Real talk around here. You sat down on the couch and you said, this is a standing dress, not a sitting dress. And I said, none of our viewers are going to mind it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I may or may not mind it later. Like watching this back, I'll go, oh, that really wasn't a do, good do idea. Do the room shot, Kayla. Do the, do the whole room. Do us a wipe. Yeah, nobody's going to complain, Jill. Good. Uh, Jill, of course, is a Blaze TV contributor. She's been around for about two years. And uh, I appreciate you, Jill. You were with the Pac-12 Network. Yeah interviewing the sports uh, life sports life doing that but pac 12 so that means you were all up and down the western seaboard dealing with uh sports in places like california and oregon and washington how did that go yeah that was an interesting journey for yeah. me i was born and raised in iowa went to the university of iowa and then my first job was in portland oregon and I was like, whoa, culture change. This is yeah. a little different. I remember walking downtown Portland and I was on the phone with my sister and I was like, hold on, let me let me get around a corner here. And I was like, there was a woman walking a cat on a leash. And that was like <laughs> just normal. And you could always see like the Antifa stuff was bubbling up and they had a, a communist sandwich shop where you would pay what you felt, felt like, like you needed to pay. Yeah. Um, shocking that that didn't make it. Yeah, But I thought it was a very interesting journey for me. I, I really do think that was on purpose, that I was in Oregon for six years. I was in San Francisco for one where we were headquartered. And I was like, oh, guys, I, I can't do this forever. But yeah. it was a very good learning lesson for me for what I'm doing now, because I got to see yeah. the leftist crazy policies up close and personal. And they're like, man, 
whoever thought Portland, Oregon could get like this? I was like, oh, I, I saw it years ago. Mm-hmm. I, it, of course, this was going to happen. This was going to be the natural evolution for a city like that when, when that was the leadership and yeah. th- that, those were the, the morals that you had around that city. How many people are out there that are in that world? Let's say sports casting, reporting, writing. You know, we've got Jason Whitlock on Blaze now, who was, of course, uh, a part of ESPN various others how many, how many of those people who go mm, man i i see the nonsense that's going on in the world today but we're just going to kind of stick our head in the sand i would say that the sports reporters the the media in general and in the sports world are actually more leftist yeah than the regular news media because they don't feel like they have to hide it right there is no sense of yeah. oh I, I have to pretend to play straight and narrow no that they just go all out and you you see it in the reporting now and everybody has since you know the Colin Kaepernick stuff and and where we are today it has gone further and further and further and you're just like man I I just want to watch a game yeah I just want to enjoy myself and you've seen that you've seen that with what was her name Jamel Jamel Hill yeah and you've seen Stephen A. Smith you hear his commentary all the time because he's like expert on the world um and all these people it's like they're hiring activists now sports activists Sports slash activists, you know, so it's weird. And I'm thinking that like if I told, you know, if I told a director on an ESPN show, hey, do us a wide shot so we can look at the co-host's legs, I probably wouldn't be on ESPN tomorrow. It, it depends know? on who you were at ESPN. Probably but yeah, so, yeah. At, at that point, yeah. you, it's you'd one have... of the more reasons why I do things like that, because we're friends. We're longtime yeah, friends. If you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. We give each other a hard time. And it's like, I love to just trigger people who go, hey, what did he say? And I was like, oh, she's got great legs. <laughs> Show them <laughs> off. Yeah, that uh, works. I'm only going to be young for that she, much longer, Chad. It's she fine. She knew what she was putting on today <laughs> when she put it on. A standing dress. Exactly. So there you go. No, I haven't seen you forever. I uh, what's what's the rumor? What can you talk about? Could you you gonna move to Texas or what? I, well, we'll see. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's probably back in my future. Keep twisting that arm. Yeah, I want you to. Yeah, I love. I mean, obviously coming back for Blaze headquarters. Um, I was here for the movie premiere, but then my Iowa women made it to the final four, and that happened to be in Dallas over the weekend. So I just put my arrival yeah. date back, and so I got to enjoy some basketball. Did you um, go to the game? Yeah, awesome. I went. I was at the final four game, so that was that was really cool to see the Iowa women go further than they ever have in in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then you know just hanging out around Blaze headquarters again. It's like, yeah. gosh, it feels so good. Yeah, to be I was back walking here. through yesterday, and I was like, hey, that's Jill. And so I was glad to see you. And um, I'm happy you're here. And we are. We've gone to the movie premiere for Nefarious tonight. Steve is Steve Dace is in studio. So I'm a little while ago. Um, Jordan Belfi, Belfi, however you say his last name, and uh, Sean Patrick Flannery are in studio today. They're hanging out. The two start the co-stars of this movie, Nefarious, and they did a phenomenal job. Absolutely. On I this mean, movie. When, when you all go and see Nefarious, um, Sean Patrick Flannery, like. You don't believe that it's him. He is yeah. absolutely the character of Nefarious. Yeah. Like from the beginning, you're like, oh man, this is this is just one of those epic performances yeah. that that you get to see. And I'm not a like I watch movies. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, this is this is the best performance. Like even I was blown away with how yeah. good it was, which means that it has to be like a next level performance. I told him and Jordan. I said to both of them that. It reminded me of back when Tom Hanks carried 46 minutes of the movie Castaway with no dialogue yeah. whatsoever, and you were glued to it, and he it was just amazing. And then 
what they did, because most of that movie takes place in one room, and yep. it's a conversation. Because yep. I was like, there's a lot of dialogue. Is this movie going to suck or what? And I was like, damn. Like, this is good. And and I wanted to kind of bust on Steve and the makers a little bit and say, you guys made another one of these Christian films. It's not. I mean, it's, it's, it is, but it's not. Yeah, and I love that. If you if you know Steve, if you watch his show, yeah, he's a brainiac, right? Yeah, like he's a nerd. this is this is the Steve Dace demonic movie that you're gonna get. <laughs> it's not gonna be like boring language yeah. and like oh yeah, you know what's oh like as is oh no yeah. no no South Carolina no you know Miss USA pageant stuff no none of that is going to be in there no. steve is a brainiac and this is what you're going to get nobody ever puts the word demonic and steve dace in the same <laughs> sentence right yeah but there it is i mean who knew that steve had such a dark side i mean this is a modern day c.s lewis screw tape letters the movie's going to premiere april 14th he didn't pay us to say any of this but this is how excited about it i am like i kind of feel like steve's my little buddy like i just want to see him do well he is and i go on steve's show a lot and so uh, i always joke with one of one of his producers, uh, Todd Erzin, and I mm -hmm. always say, "Hey, the, those coattails—they're two lapels. You get one of them. I'll take the other." I told Steve back when he was in town for that screening. I said, "Dude, let's write a book together. Like, I don't want to do any writing. I just want to just help you promote it, put my name on there, and I'll just make like fifteen percent." Yeah. He said, eight percent done," and I was like, "Done. Let's sure, go seven and a half percent. I'll put my name on it. No I'll kidding. help. I'll write the foreword. Yeah, we'll have a list. That'll be great. We'll have a list." Uh, so Trump Trump flew to New York yesterday. Uh, we don't know the results. We're taping. It's uh, it's a little after one o'clock Central Time in Texas while we're taping this. Um, the media is coming out already saying, yeah, there's a big crowd around waiting for Trump's appearance and what's going to happen. Do you think they're going to burn New York City down? No, they never do this. I mean, for Trump, everybody knows every move that he's going to make when he's getting on the plane, when he's not. Everybody was following it yesterday. Uh, I was over in the think tank while, while I was just hanging out here and yeah. everybody was like standing up watching it. It felt like everybody watching the OJ Bronco chase. Like this was a moment in time that people yeah. were like, oh, man, this is actually going to happen. And, and today it's like, OK, what? How, how many millions of dollars has Trump raised already? Almost five off million, of this? I think. Yeah, yeah and, and that's that's at one o'clock so what's it going to be later tonight yeah tomorrow morning the money is just going to keep rolling and he knows what he's doing yeah he's a media guy he gets it yeah he's there's, putting there's no on a show press. right now that that's how i view it and it, the legalese stuff it, it should all play it out and just say okay statue of limitations yeah. is up this is and anybody in new york if you go out and commit a felony, a murder, anything. The DAs are just waiting to drop those charges, right? Like the Lee Zeldin attacker yeah. got released right away. Immediately. Immediately. But Immedi Trump, oh, we're going to go back and we're going to say, oh, remember those things that actually weren't anything? We're going to bring them back. We're going to revive them. Yeah. And we're going to actually up the charges, not lessen them and this time. And you sit there and ask yourself, what, Alvin Bragg, I Two weeks ago, I didn't have a clue that a guy named What's Alvin, an Alvin Bragg, Bragg. What is an Alvin Bragg? You know, like you know, like when you when you go to the bar and you're like, I hooked up with this girl last night, you know, and Brandon's standing there going, "Dude, that's an Alvin Bragg." You're Alvin Bragging now, like you because she looked like a chipmunk. I like bringing that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I hooked up with this hot girl, bro. She looked like a chipmunk. That's an Alvin Bragg. <laughs> Alvin, the chipmunks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there it is.
Uh, my brain's a standing up brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do good when I sit down. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, you know, what has Alvin Bragg done for the people of New York that says this makes New York a safer place? This, this upholds the rule of law in New York. Oh, Trump paid off a porn star. That, yeah, I'm 99.9% sure he had sexual relations with. Okay, that's between him and his wife at the time, whatever. I mean, that's that's you. I don't know if you guys have hung around a lot of billionaires. They do things. They, most of them do. Yeah. Because they can. They do. They just do. And human nature is what it is. We've all got a wicked heart. And I've always said, it's not that I want a billion dollars. I'd love to know that God could trust me with a billion dollars because I don't trust myself with an extra thou. You know, so... <laughs> Like, I, I blow through that pretty quick on a Friday night in Dallas. What? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, paying somebody off like that is not yeah. illegal. Right. Absolutely. And, and if he did it the other way, they would have been like, oh, well, why, why did he use it as a campaign thing? Or why did he do it as a personal thing? They would make a story about it either way. He couldn't win either way. Yeah. It's just they want to go after him. For whatever they can, they want to see if they can exclude him from the presidential pool before he even gets there. Frustrating thing, and I and I tend to agree with the Riri's on Twitter who say, "You guys say, oh, it's a shoe in now for Trump in 2024." And then he's like, "Well, what is it? Is it a shoe in for Trump, or are the elections rigged?" Well, I tend to think the elections are rigged, so Same. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nothing ever is ever a shoe in on that. You know, unless we can get some 200 million people somehow to the ballot box and just overwhelm their algorithm. But, you know, 81 million votes for a brain dead dude from Delaware and nobody asks any questions. You had uh, Carrie Lake on your show just yeah. a couple days ago. Yeah. Ask her how that went. It's true. It's exactly right. And nothing's going to get done about it. I mean, it's nothing's going to get done about it. All right, hang on. We're going to get to some fun stuff before we do. Inflation has consequences, and as the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, and that has crippled the banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never been more important. Now, the recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. And right now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Now, Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. And here's what you need to do. Text CHAD, I spell it Chad, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold. They're going to help you convert your existing IRA or 401k that's tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, gold and silver. And the best part, it's tax sheltered. Text Chad to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold today. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, so you can't go wrong. Thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, and Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. So text CHAD to 989898 today, and we'll be right back. So my producers, they hate me because I tell them stuff and then they count me in and I go a completely different direction once the cameras turn on. Did never. You, I, every time. Never. Every time. So just hang tight, guys. I could never hate you, Chad. That's Chris's <laughs> job. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. Help me, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Jesus, like, I got nothing to do with this. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute, what I told you. Um, 
Did you watch the CMT Awards? I did not, but I saw the very, you know, beautiful drag queen <laughs> performance from thick Kelsey legs. Ballerini. Very thick legs. Yeah. Those are big breasted dudes. Like, uh, they've really accentuated. Can I say that you're a more beautiful woman? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Than, than what we saw before. I think I bring more sex appeal. <laughs> I'm the ugly girl that, you know, that you're willing to be with. You know, I may be, I, you may wake up and this a whole coyote ugly situation where you want to chew your arm off to get, you know, away from me. Yeah. But you'd want it late at night. I'm telling you. <laughs> I sent my boyfriend a picture of us getting ready, like in, in the makeup, makeup room, chair, yeah. whatever. And, and he's like, oh man, that guy, he's, he's way better looking as a dude than as a woman. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, so CJ, my girlfriend, and uh, everybody knows CJ, and uh, Sarah Gonzalez, they just released their new song called Only God Can Make a Real Woman. And uh, they released the video today for that, and they got me back in a dress, uh, bombarding their bathrooms and locker rooms, beating them in a race and all that stuff. And how's so, that different than real life right now? It's, it's the not, same. It's, it's the, the same. same. People are like, you're an ugly girl. And I'm like, that's the whole point. All men are ugly girls. Yeah. There's, there's no good-looking guys. And, and if you don't believe that, uh, I don't care what they look like aesthetically from the neck up, get them naked, and suddenly it gets real ugly. Real ugly. And, and, and a whole lot of a salty, you know? Because <laughs> like, if I get you naked and there's more than one leg, more than two legs there, then I'm, we're, it's going to be assault. You, absolutely and you and you see leah thomas going into the locker room and all of the other teammates were like hey we're not really comfortable that this dude yeah is in our locker room yeah and they're like oh that's a you problem i think yeah. that you all need to go in and talk to counseling because this is going to happen whether you like it or not yeah it's like dang when see, did, a lot that's of not okay there. see and that's the thing that wears me out women have fought for the right to vote Women have fought for some forms of, of uh, social equality and economic equality, and they fought for all these things. They fought to have their own sports, um, their own competition, their own categories. Now, now they get nothing. Every dude that enters a bike race, a swimming race, whatever, um, shocking that all the dudes win. Yeah. They all get first place. Yeah. Weird how that works, right? Yeah. You can be middle of the pack dude, but you're the number one chick. Yeah. See, oh, I, man. Said, I, I used to say, you know, this is mental illness. It's not as opportunism is what it is. Because William Thomas ranked, what, 450 something in men's collegiate, sw collegiate swimming. He sucked. Yeah. He sucked. Um, and then all of it doesn't even sandbag, right? He just goes out and bam, wins seven in a row. Just right. boom, just just takes it. Amazing all. how you can go from worst to first. Yeah. Just because you said, hey. And it's never the opposite. You know what? I'm going to be a chick now. Yeah. There's never a biological female that says, I want to wrestle the guys. Right. And it, it never happens that way. So this stuff that's happening in the name of the DEI, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, all this stuff is garbage. It's nonsense. It's It's not. It's not good. So, you know, and again, they parade that thing out for CMT awards and CMT's doubling down on it on their Twitter about, oh, this was the most amazing performance. We love this. I mean, after a trans activist, you know, a transsexual goes out and shoots up a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, the home of country music. Yeah, I lived seven minutes away from that shooter mm. um, just to know that there are demons out there 
that in were that close. Yeah. And and this person was plotting for months for so long. And I'm yeah. I'm just like, gosh, you know, it, it, it hits closer to home, but also when you see this level of demonic behavior, knowing that it was planned out, I'm like, man, it, it feels like attacking the Christian school, like evil is leveling up now, yeah. right? We've seen the trans shooters before, we've seen a non-binary shooter, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm. But now it feels like we're we're not just doing school shootings anymore. Like yeah. we're they're trying to take it and make it more evil if that's even possible well i'll tell you and and where the insidious nature of it all is people have evil thoughts we're human people have bad thoughts and they're like oh i could do this to somebody or that you know by and large everybody has some level but the fact that you have gotten to a point where you're not only planning it out but you refuse to talk yourself out of it you know how bad what you're about to do how bad it is, and yet you're still willing to just not only keep planning it, but keep carrying it out to the point where actually you do. And there are those of us in the world who we tend to think that we still live in a safe world, but we again, they've weaponized mental illness with this. Um, when they are putting out posters, which they canceled their Day of Vengeance rally. They canceled that, which was supposed to be April 1st. But again, on the posters of that, they had guns on there, and they're wearing shirts with guns on them. They're putting TikTok videos out there with guns and saying, we're not going to be there. I mean, I don't know where, where trans people are getting murdered by the straight, white, conservative Christian males. I don't see where that's happening anywhere in society. They, they always say, oh, we're fighting for our rights. Like, what rights what do you rights? not have? Yeah. We are letting you do whatever you want as grown individuals. Yeah. We as a society have now come out and said, hey, you know what? If you're trying to mess with the kids, like, we're not cool with that. You need to back off. Yeah. And there are now states that are putting laws in place that yeah. say as much. But after you turn 18, if you want to be Dylan Mulvaney and yeah. you want to go and celebrate your girlhood, not your womanhood, by the way, girlhood. your girlhood. Yeah, a couple of takeaways on that. One, uh, it's interesting that they put Dil Dylan Mulvaney's face on a Bud Light can. It would take me about a case and a half, two cases of Bud Light to start thinking that dude is a chick. Um, I would have to be hammered drunk. I, I think you need a whole 30 rack on that, Chad. Yeah, you have to go. It's yeah. tall boys, too. Yeah, yeah. The big 18 ounces. Yeah, that's one that. you really have to forget you did yeah. and then wake up and be like, oh, no. And then Bud, Bud Light came out with a statement that said, well, we just... If we have a, a person that's, you know, an affiliate sponsor or whatever, we sometimes will put their face on a can. And for Dylan, we were just wanting to say good job on accomplishing 365 days as a girl. So now Bud, Bud Light is encouraging one-year-olds to drink. Think about it. 365 days, that's a one-year-old. <laughs> Don't you have to be 21 to drink? Oh. I mean, does, does Dylan even identify as a 21-year-old? No, a girl. Yeah. He, that's why he keeps dressing up like Eloise, who was a six-year-old. Yeah. This I've, dude. We, we've put so many just, there, there used to be barriers in place. And we used to say, you are crazy if you yeah. are doing that. We have blown by every barrier. And we're just like, you know what? We're going to love and accept you. Yeah. That's not good. It's like Sarah Gonzalez said yesterday. She said, you want to call me a transphobe? Okay, I'm a transphobe. Fine. If that's what you need to call me, if that's what I'm going to be labeled for telling you that you're not only insane but stupid, call me what you want to call me. Yeah. 
but we're going to fight back against this stuff. It's insane. All right. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. We should have talked about it. There's so much happened over the weekend. You know, Rolling Fork, uh, they had such a tragedy over there with the tornadoes that went through. And Joe, of course, he hasn't been to East Palestine, Ohio, um, but he, he did go to Rolling Fork. Uh, and well, just play the clip. The town of Rolling Stone will be back <laughs> and we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, that I, what did I say? I, I didn't, I said, Rolling Fork, Rolling Stone. I got my mind going here. I got my mind going here. He had a couple of the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Lights. <laughs> That's what happened. They, they let him out after a couple of those, and they said, good luck, Joe. Listen, only one time to my knowledge in almost 10 years of touring this country, doing live shows, only one time did I say, hey, good night, whatever city you're in. Did I mess up the city? And I was in uh, Sioux Falls, and I said Sioux City. And they were like, How dare you? Oh, and I caught myself as soon as I said it. Actually, as soon as I walked off stage, it was too late to correct it. But I could hear him go, Oh, and I, and I was like, I messed up. But I'm not the President of the United States standing in the wake of a tragedy. Right. In the aftermath of major storms, which took, you know, many, many lives. And, and then go, oh, oh, what did I say? At no time did he say, I'm sorry. That bothers me. Yeah. Well, do you also, do you need handlers to walk you off the stage when you're leaving? Right. Do no. you need to say, hey, your mark is the blue mark here. Stay uh, there, to the left. There Stay are to the humans left. on your left. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's exactly Thank what happened when they walked him down the ramp over there. Okay, you're going to meet these people. I'm going to be here with you. It, okay, I, I got it. I got it. I see these people down here. And then he turns a corner and kind of does a little shifty run. Like he takes one big step. Like I'm going to show you how vibrant I am. We've seen him so many times turn to the right and he's supposed to turn to the left when he's leaving the stage. And then, you know, it, at that point, you just need that one dedicated person that says, you know, Joe, this is the face that you're going to look for when you're done yeah. speaking. Find yeah. me. Walk to me, Joe. Yeah. So is it any... Is it any really like far out there that Joe's going to go, oh man, Rolling Stones, huh, got that Rolling one wrong, Stone. didn't I? Yeah, Joe's such a rocker too, man. I, I would get confused with uh, Rolling Stone as well. Hey, we got a new sponsor on the show I'm excited about. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten your uh, relief factor in. I'm going to open these up. Let's see how easily I can do it. Um, let's see if I can do it. It should have the little perforated deal here. Watch this. Watch this, Jill. Uh, come on <laughs> yes uh i need some strength training i don't know if anybody we've they've heard people talk about relief factor forever but what you get with relief factor is you get a little little packet of these capsules right so you know these things i don't i don't know about you you're a young lady i'm an old man i was in the makeup chair earlier today and i was talking about my a turkey neck here and and jill told me this stuff that you could put on there to help it and i said i'm old and she goes yeah, I know, but <laughs> this will help. <laughs> but my relief factor, I'm telling you, this is the stuff. If you live with pain, and I have lived with chronic pain for a long time as an athlete, I've, I've fractured my ankles, I've done all these things, and what happens is that older you get, you start to get inflammation in these areas where you've had pain. I've dealt with it for years, and you're looking for the right way to get rid of the pain, go on enjoying life, still trying to be active. And I found Relief Factor because I heard guys like Glenn Beck talking about it. And, and this stuff was here at the studio. And I said, I got to try it. And guess what? It worked. The pain went away. So if you guys are burdened with chronic pain because of inflammation and all these things that are going on and you're complaining, oh, my elbows and my joints and I must have arthritis. 
You can live your best life. I want you to give Relief Factor a shot. I want you to see what it can do for you. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it will fight the inflammation in your body. You'll live longer when you get rid of that inflammation. That's a scientific study. So try it today. Three-week quick starts, $19.95. It's a trial pack. You're going to, you know, listen, hundreds of thousands of people have, have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com or call them 800-4-RELIEF to get the $19.95 three-week quick start. Again, relieffactor.com or call them 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor, feel the difference. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, guys. Here's the thing that's been stewing on my heart all week long. Um, when's the last time you attended a good stoning, a hanging, perhaps? Hell, even a good old-fashioned beheading. Now, if your answer to any of that um, was never, well, congratulations. The times, they do move forward, at least in most parts of the world, and you've ascended along with the rest of us into an age where that sort of thing isn't as common as it once was. But now... Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever been witness to an act of public humiliation of someone who was just trying to tell the truth? Like a forum like Twitter comes to mind. And this time, unless you've been living that clean, free, under-the-rock life that a precious few who've escaped Twitter's clutches live, well, I'm guessing your answer to that one was yes. We've all seen it. In fact, we see it pretty regularly and hear about it when we don't see it ourselves. And I'll grant you, right out of the gate of what I'm about to talk about, getting hate in public forums beats the ever-living shit out of getting your head cut off. But what I want to explore a little bit is the instinct which drives the crowdsourced madness in the first place. So do you remember a guy by the name of John the Baptist? Yeah. He uh, figures pretty prominently in the Bible as the man who paved the way for the coming of the Messiah. Now, this dude was undoubtedly what the first century denizens of Galilee would have thought of as being a little cray-cray. He walked around in clothes made out of camel hair. It's just not, already, it's just not a good look. And, and he ate locusts, which I don't... Yeah, the World Economic Forum no doubt retroactively thanks him for his service on that front. But for the people living around him at the time... This is no doubt a little gross to think about as it is now. But nevertheless, John preached a simple message that was rung true down through the misty quarters of time. He said, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And for his troubles, John the Baptist was eventually beheaded. Now, what I've noticed, and maybe you have too, is that there's a little bit of an established pattern in human societies of doing this exact kind of thing on an alarmingly regular basis. Some person comes along who might be a little bit different, a little bit weird, but they've got a solid head on their shoulders and are saying the things that society needs to hear, whether those things are politically correct or not, offensive or not, contradictory to the mainstream or not. But what do we do as a society? What do we do? We freak the hell out, of course, and we, well, we kill them. Or in this modern day, at the very least, seek to shut them up. And it's only centuries later that society is forced to go, oops, we did it again. So here's what I would propose. What if we decided to not do that and instead chose to listen to some people when they are the true lone voice of reason crying out in the wilderness? I mean, it seems like a course of correction to me. And, and how do you know the difference? How do you know when someone is spouting wisdom in your direction? I mean, common sense even. Well, the first way to tell if someone's telling you something you need to hear is that they're almost certainly not telling you something you want to hear. Their message is uncomfortable. It kind of sets your teeth on edge and rattles your cage a little bit, kind of like repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, don't nobody want to hear that, especially when they're the ones doing the sinning, but it's got to be said. 
Once we start recognizing the powerful importance of that which certain people have to say, we take a giant leap forward along the endless quest for a more perfect union. Beware, false prophets, to be sure, but let's stop throwing rocks at the real ones. People like me and Jill, for instance, you know, got something to say. People want to cancel us, shut us down. It's been a while since I've seen a good stoning, but... I did go over to Glenn's museum yesterday, and I did see a French guillotine. You see the so guillotine? that was, you know, close. Right as you walk in the door over there, at the American Journey, um, they have a French guillotine from the 1800s. Not only a French guillotine, but a travel French guillotine. Yeah, it's one you can just they, put they, in the back of the uh, cart and bring it out. Bring it out, just just for good measure, because <laughs> we'll you bring, are not safe anywhere. We'll bring the execution to you. Yeah, you don't have to go to the city. It's a traveling show. For yeah. all to see. Yeah, you don't have to go to Nice. You don't have to go to Paris. You don't have to go Lyon. You just, we'll bring it to you. Yeah, yeah. That, they were nice like that. And what's funny about that, well, not funny, but the, the, the creepy thing about that is if you reach up and you touch the blade on that guillotine, of course, it's, you know, it's got a 45 degree angle cut on the blade. It's not that sharp. It is more the weight of the blade and the slice that took the head off. I would have asked, hey, yeah. uh, guys, can we can we go sharpen that right before? <laughs> if it was me, I'd say, just, yeah. just take a minute. So it just cuts, go ahead. but it's a little more the weight breaking the head off, yeah. which is kind of uh, kind of crazy. I saw a stoning in Rwanda a long time ago. Uh, it's a horrific thing. Horrific thing. Um I've seen a lot in this world, I know. And I've been places I probably should not have been at the moment, but I've been there. And it's a horrific thing. And I, but again, these, these, mm, these cultural executions, let's call them that, where they want to silence people like you and you know, they want to throw people like Glenn Beck to the wolves. And they, they think that it's cute to make a mockery out of these people that, that are willing to risk being wrong in order to kind of be a prophet of our times and say, listen, this is what we see. This, this is what we smell in the air coming this way, you know? And uh, as I was contemplating this thing about silencing voices, you know, I think about, you know, they made, they made the, the, the philosophers of old, they executed them, excommunicated them, made Socrates drink poison. And uh, these guys were heretics, you know. Martin Luther, they excommunicated from the, from the Catholic Church, which he was, if you read the biographies of Martin Luther in the Protestant Revol Rev Reformation, he was frightened. I mean, he thought he was going to be burned at the stake, you know, when he, with a trembling voice, stood before the council and said, he, you know, here I stand. It wasn't this bold, hmm, Patrick Henry moment. No, it was like, oh, hmm, shit. So what's to come you know i mean what is to come they they're, they're trying to marginalize us again now it's the maga house republicans you know these extreme maga you know all these labels they put on us and they they said if you don't like twitter go build your own yeah right and then elon musk takes it over and says okay now we're gonna have a little bit freer of a twitter it still isn't perfect yet right. you can say things that you couldn't before and when you look back at a time like covid how important it was to be able to speak the truth and say what was really happening on the yeah. ground. And, and if people had different information at the time, they might have made different choices for their yeah. lives. And they go through and just say, oh, well, who really cares? That's fine. We, you don't need to talk anyway. That's, you, your voices should not be heard. No, everybody's voices have the right to be heard. Yeah. I try to choose. So I look at social media and I look at the things that I put on a public forum 
and I try to say, okay, what is a joke? What is sarcasm, satire? Because I do those things. And then I think, okay, what is a hill that I'm willing to die on? Like this whole drag trans thing as it engages into the weaponization of a trans movement, but especially how it affects children. Mm-hmm. Gender mutilation, you know, the hormone blockers, and then the drag queen drawing the kids in and doing all this like that's a hill i'll die on i like i'll keep fighting that fight for the sake of a generation a generation who may grow up to protest me hate me try to cancel me themselves you know we were all rallied together with the hershey ran ali and the the mutilation that was going on in africa for the women there right how is that any different now with the the trans movement is just trying to move into the united states and say but this is okay to do now we are choosing Mm -hmm. to do this to ourselves and our children well Mm -hmm. the the children can't consent they are too young to give their approval for this they don't know they don't have the capability you were in junior high i was in junior high we were in high school we were not that smart no. right we've grown up and we've hopefully learned some lessons i'm 50 years old and dumber than a bag of hammers and right now. so so how can you look back and say oh it and as a junior high kid who's confused who finds a reddit thread who says oh you know what if you just do this i understand you're not happy with yourself and who you are hmm? no one in junior high is happy with themselves and who they are that's part of growing up yeah. but now they're saying the answer isn't just, hey, just get through it, love yourself, love your friends, love your family. No, the answer to, to your unhappiness is to chop your body parts off. Yeah. Build new ones. Yeah. Let's just, let's just graft from our thigh, from our wrist, our forearm, and create whole new body parts, chop the old ones off. And I, it's disgusting. I mean, it really is. We, and what's disgusting about it is the abuse that we're putting on these people. It's horrendous. So... We'll keep crying out. We'll keep crying out. Repent. Kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, And oh, by the way, I'm going to do a chalkboard. Another chalkboard. I'll do it better. I promise. I'll try to make it more legible. I'm going to do another chalkboard Thursday night. I want to talk to you about what that means. What does it mean to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? What does that mean? How how is that culturally relevant today? A message from 2,000 years ago. How is that culturally relevant today? I'm going to build a case for it, and uh, I don't want you to miss it. So anyway, all right. You remember when I I love to talk about the uh, all-natural supplement called Liver Health Formula and how it works to create and rejuvenate your liver. It reignites your metabolism. It burns fat. It boosts energy. It fights that fatty liver that affects over 100 million Americans. Well, the folks over there at uh, at uh, pure health they get they put together this presentation it's a little video and it gives you the four warning signs of a damaged fatty liver you need to watch it number two is downright scary and you can watch the free presentation and learn more about your liver health right now if you go over to checkyourliver.com slash chad again go to checkyourliver.com slash chad we'll be right back Well, here's something very interesting I just found out. Uh, judge Juan Merchan, the judge in the Donald Trump court case, has made multiple contributions to Act Blue, which is the payment processor for the majority of Democratic, uh, you know, all of their, any of the Democrats' political contributions. He did that in the 2020 campaign cycle. So FEC data shows that among the three contributions made to Act Blue, 
One was earmarked for Biden for president. Another earmarked for stop Republicans. And the last one was earmarked for progressive turnout project. Dollar amounts, uh, it, you know, were what most people would consider small. Um, uh, it's, it's not impartiality. It's nice that we have that verified now. But did we think any other way no, before we actually saw that officially stated? Of course not. You know, he gave $15 here, $15 there, 10 bucks here, you know, 10, another $10 here and there. But again, bro, these people do that, you know, to get their name on the roster, get their name on the roll. So you can't be a judge in the Trump case and show impartiality towards this thing. I promise you this house of cards is going to fall in on itself. It has to. It, there's, we're not dealing with smart people. Um, Kamala Harris. I mean, for instance, let's, let's pick on Kamala again. I, she's my favorite. Um, play, can you play that clip on the economies, the 21st century economies? When we think about where we are in terms of 21st century economies, uh, digital services are essential to 21st century economies. Digital technologies facilitate opportunities across society and frankly, I believe, can be great equalizers in terms of giving those who have access equal opportunity and availability to information, to education, to networks. Um, play, go ahead and play the phone apps one too. And increasing the use and development of apps. <laughs> On that last point, I'd ask you to just imagine your own smartphone and the apps that it contains. And what those apps then give you in terms of access to a myriad of information and systems that help you go about your daily life. Yeah, do you ever feel like she's talking to you like you're a child? A hundred percent. If the aliens come, I want her to explain things to them. <laughs> That's what I want. Because I she's always going to like, she will dumb it down to a fifth grade level or, or even less than that sometimes. And you're like, man, oh. Ukraine is a country next to Russia. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for I that. I did not know that. I was yeah. not aware that they shared a border. That, that's why Russia keeps invading over yeah. there. Uh, the, the yellow school bus. The, she has so many of these. You like, can, you can who is her speechwriter? while you ride the bus. Do you put, if you are actually her speechwriter, do you put that on your resume? I, I would be afraid to yeah. at that point. I mean, I came up with such lines as I have got puns on water. <laughs> water just, it goes all over. Um, you guys played till the very last second. You played so good. Everybody is so proud of you proud right of you. now. Everywhere I go, everyone is a bison. <laughs> no, they are not. No, they're really not. They're not. not. Literally no one and knew. The, and those guys had to be like, yeah. Literally no oh, one this, knew this that is the what Howard we have to deal. mascot was a bison. This is what we have to deal with after our loss. We have to pretend yeah. we just to got care. Our asses kicked by twenty eight points, and you guys were in it till the last second. No, you weren't. No, <laughs> no it wasn't weren't. even close. That's not you, how this works. You guys played like shit. You guys played like shit. I said, well, boys, you know, better luck next year. Maybe, you know, we can go get them then. And now you guys need to take your relief factor. Which, by the way, once you get in the big package, that sucker rips right off right yeah. there. And, and then what you do is you take it as four pills. 
if oh. I die on camera right here, yeah. I'll form it one time. Here we huh. go. Uh, and then it probably helps. Then you follow that up with uh, get liver health. Get get yeah yeah get your liver get liver help. Ah. I gave up drinking for Lent, otherwise I'd join you. I know. I'm so disappointed in you. I, know. I mean, I'm happy for you and the Lord. Yeah. In y'all's relationship. Only a couple more days, though. We're we're nearing You're, the oh, end. We're getting there towards Easter, and yeah. um, and uh, yeah, I'm so excited for you and, and the Lord. But it's gonna suck tonight when I'm trying to party <laughs> at the movie premiere. I know. And Jill's sober. I'm losing my drinking, buddy. Um. Anyway, so if you listen, if you unpack though what Kamala's trying to say, these are dangerous times. I mean, again, just get ready. You're all going to be digital. You're all going to be an app. You're going to have to get upgrades. You're going to get deleted. It's true. I said this on the show last week. We're all going to be artificial intelligence. We've all created our... Can, we are. We've, can we program Kamala on an app? Can we just have everything that she needs to say? It's just going to yeah. be right there. Yeah. She's second in line, guys. And uh, Joe Biden, I mean, we we see how well he's doing. Yeah, he is... Uh, so I feel really good about the future. Frail. Uh, you know, at least the next two years for Oof. this country. Yeah. We're in good hands. Insane. All right. So... I'll I'll have a cocktail tonight. Jill Jill's going to be praying. Um but we're both going to be at the same movie premiere and that movie is coming out and you're going to want to see it. Uh if you've seen that movie God's Not Dead and Unplanned, both both were good movies. Movies with a message, okay? This movie blows everything else out of the water. It's just different. And Co-signed. it's that one we keep talking about, Nefarious. Uh, if you've seen the poster, the trailer looks good, looks great, um, and a little scary. It's like a horror film, but it's not. It's uh, based on uh, Steve Dace's book and um, a, nef- a nefarious plot. It's sort of like if you go back and read C.S. Lewis's Screw Tape Letters. It's it's really cool, but it's like a 21st century version of that. And uh, it's, it's an interview with a demon, is what it is. The psychiatrist is called to a prison uh, to meet with a convicted killer who's about to be executed. And the killer says he's a demon named Nefarious. The psychiatrist doesn't believe in God or demons. He's got to decide if the man's insane or pretending to be insane. So he gets to sign off on his execution papers one way or another. Uh, so I'm not I'm not going to give away what happens. I'm just building the plot for you right there. But it's a uh, the psychiatrist a little bit out of his death. A supernatural thriller. You do not want to miss it. This thing's going to come out April 14th nationwide. Do not miss it. Mark the dates. Get your tickets now. Who is nefarious.com. We'll be right back. All right, guys, uh, chadpraytherlive.com is where you need to go to check out where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Fort Smith, Arkansas on the 14th. You need to come over there. Oh, uh, uh, Foling, Fowling, the, uh, this cool place up in Plano that my buddy Chuck Ligon has just now opened up where you throw the football at the bowling pins. Have you ever seen those nice, deals? yeah. So their grand opening is this Thursday up in Plano. Uh, me and the Ragamuffins is going to go over there for the VIP experience. We're going to play a little music from 430 to 530 there in the afternoon. This Thursday, so come hang out with us a little bit. But uh, whether you do or not, check out the new uh, Fowling. Uh, it's a pretty cool place, like bowling, but with an F in front of it. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. It's a badass venue uh, right there in Plano. And then uh, we are, I'm going to be at Dosi Do doing a little songwriter series for the radio with my buddy Kyle Hutton for his his deal. So if you want to be down there in the woodlands, Dosi Do, Spring, Texas, 
Um, come check us out on the 18th and then on the 20th, going to be at 2920 Roadhouse over in Tomball. So we're just going to hop over a few blocks. It's going to be a fun time with the ragamuffins. ChadBraitherLive.com has all the info. Subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Very special thanks to Jill Savage. Always great being with you, Chad. Love you guys. God bless you. Bye. Bye.